Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to the late-breaking F1 podcast. Make sure to look out for new episodes every Thursday and Grand Prix Sundays. Hello and a very warm welcome to the late-breaking F1 podcast. A special episode, a bonus episode of the podcast. My name's Ben Hocking, Harry Yee and Sam Sage. All three of us are here. It isn't your usual Wednesday slash Thursday upload. It's not a race weekend. It's not a race Sunday. Uh, But we are together for the first time in the same physical location for about a year, um, which means we thought we'd put together a very special podcast episode, which is just focus on question and answers. There are questions revolving around F1 itself, obviously, but a few other ones thrown in there as well about us personally. Guys, you're looking forward to this? You're going to tell the truth at all times? No. No? No, no. I'll, I'll get found out. It amazes me that people have actually bothered to ask us enough questions that we can make a video. Hello to those on the video and a podcast. Hello to those on the podcast. Um, quite baffled, actually. like to think that only my mum listens. So the fact that any of you have decided to join in with asking a question is quite surprising. We are all together. It's weird seeing them not on a screen, despite having almost grown up with these individuals. Yeah, way more annoying incredibly in real life yeah as well and we had to of course vet the questions so we know that the ones here um you know that there were like 500 and we've had to narrow it down to the only 10 that we use 500 you know so uh, (laughs) there weren't 500 surprisingly but we have cobbled together enough that we think we'll be able to at least make an episode out of this um so let's get started shall we oh can i put a disclaimer oh yeah sure go on if you happen on on the video if you happen to all see us look this way, we've got the 24 hour Le Mans on at the moment. So if someone gets absolutely ramshackled into the Porsche <laughs> curves, for example, um, we will have to cut that. But it's, uh, it's been a bit spicy so far. So just sorry, it's a, a little moment. Yeah, let's get on with some questions. Yes, we're watching for the first answer. Come on, Fizzy. Come on, Fizzy. Thank you again. Right. We've got some questions here. They are mostly comprised of questions that have come from our Discord server. Come on, so Discord. Big up the Discord if you want to get involved. 
Harry, please just leave the link if that's all right. The correct one. Yeah. He'll try yep. his best. Nice one. Um, so with that in mind, there might be some funny names or such that come out from, from Discord. It's usually nicknames and such that are used. So it might not be the true first names uh, of the people that we're saying here, but we're going to use the Discord. I like to think that people can't work it out if we've got someone called like uh, Caramel Guy. I like that people might be like, is his first name actually Caramel? Do we have a Caramel no, Guy? No, we don't. I've just made that up. Can we, uh, can we a get a caramel guy? <laughs> I don't think so. If anyone works for a caramel company and you'd like us to be caramel guy, <laughs> we will accept the role. Well, in the spirit of not knowing exactly if the first names are going to be accurate, our first question does come from Jesus himself. Jivanazzi <laughs> uh, in the building. Or Jesus, uh, a member of the Discord server. Let, let us know, is, is, it a, is it a jerk or a girl? Because I'm not too sure. Um, but his question is a very good one. If you could build a street circuit... Or just build a track anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Sam? This is a really tough question. Uh, Alton Towers does come to mind. We talk about, long, long listeners of the podcast might know that I once got Alton Park and Alton Towers incorrect as I get many things Very incorrect. Easy done. It is. Of course, one is home to a theme park, one is home to a roller coaster of callers. Both exhilarating, but uh, one I like to go to more often than not. Picking a place in the world to have a, a racetrack is really difficult. Um, and I've, look, I've kind of thought about this. We've obviously had a slight little look at the question before we, uh, we jump into it. And I've kind of thought about, well, would I want a classic location that's old school that maybe comprises itself of some old school uh, streets or some famous locations? Or do I want somewhere that we've never been before? And I, I can't give a specific country, but I definitely think that somewhere in the heart of Africa would be really exciting. Tropical weather with some sand, uh, you know, maybe focused around like the Kenya area of the world. I just think that having a little bit of kind of proper weather input that isn't just rain or sun could be really exciting. So I would like to go all out back, completely crazy, rogue, somewhere unexpected and in kind of the heart of Africa, maybe somewhere near the rainforest if we go completely carbon neutral and we don't cut down any trees would be great. If not, I would definitely take a London or New York if they can make it exciting and make it work, you know, just because one, I live in London, so it would happen on my road, ideally, in my my world. Or New York, because it's New York, it could be fun. There's so, yeah. speed bumps on your road. There are a lot of speed bumps, so if F1 cars can go over speed bumps, 20 mile an hour zone, I'm here for it. Yeah. London and New York, your your plan is to turn Formula 1 into Formula E, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, you but Formula E is, is pants, so no. You Ooh. can't drive an F1 car inside, it won't work. It's too loud. Even now, possibly, yes. Um, interesting answer there. Harry, what do you reckon? I'm assuming you're going to go with like New Zealand to give Brendan Hartley his home Grand Prix, right? Yeah, good old Brendo. I was my true answer was actually going to be London because it, 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 F1 has flirted with London for a long time. Cheeky, little little cheeky flirt. Saucy for for a few years now. Um, I don't know whether there's actually any viable opportunity that would make it a good racetrack. I know Formula E have done it, but that's different. Um, but you know, it would be cool to see F1 cars flying around the streets of London because... The M25 exists. True. That would be a long race. Yeah, just a big circle. We, we want oval racing. Bring uh, back the M25. Big old oval, okay. but yeah. They just do one lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. M25 race. That would be good. Um, yeah, I just think uh, uh, somewhere, a big location where we've not tried it. And New York is another good option because we're still trying to crack America, as they say. I think we are the three to crack America. So um, we should set up the track in New York. You know, I mean, it surprises me. When we started the podcast, I thought, you know, we're three British flags, all from England. I thought our listener would be very English-based. But it's, it's not. It's, what, 60% in the US. So 
maybe we are the way to do it. And hello, America. It's lovely to speak to you in a more casual, less F1-focused way. Yeah. Cheers, America. Well, I, I don't wish to speak on behalf of America because I'm definitely not qualified to. Very and true. I think most yeah. Americans would be disappointed if I was the voice I of agree. America. I agree. Completely agree. However... I feel as if there will be at least one or two members from the States right now saying, we don't need a race in New York. We don't need a race in Miami. We've got brilliant circuits all over the place that are not currently used for F1. Very Use true. something that's already there. Uh, I'm not actually too interested in going to a major city, so I'm not going to say London. Uh, I think we already go to some, some cool venues in terms of cities, and I, I'm not that interested in seeing other ones. I would rather go for a picturesque location Ooh, here. Okay. Here's one for you, and I promise this message is not sponsored by David Coulthard. Oh, no. How about Scotland? Would be pretty. Yeah. Could you imagine some of the backdrops? You you know, it would, in be, the, in it the would be wet all the time. I'm all right with that. It, it would be wet. Yeah. Not a problem. True, 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 true. I mean, the, Ar- the Isle of Skye exists. If you don't know what the Isle of Skye is, folks, it's a gorgeous island of the very north. In the, I think it's maybe in the Hebrides. I might be terrible with my geography. Ang- um, angry Scottish people right Sorry, now. Scotland. I'm sorry. Forgive my ignorance. But if we just build a track on the island, I know it's got other uses and it's very pretty, but just cover it in tarmac, <laughs> make it a racetrack. What if we just went to Knock Hill? Yeah, that would work, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think well, it'd be fine. I don't, I, see any I don't think we've actually given a proper valid and good answer, really. Well, when, what's changed? Yeah, but there you go. That's true LB fashion. It's a good first question. So maybe somewhere in Africa, maybe London, maybe New York, maybe Scotland. Or Knock Hill. Conclusive. Knock Hill is not happening. <laughs> sorry to the rest of the world that didn't get a mention there. I know you'd be gutted if you haven't had a shout out. Yeah, sorry. Also, the question was if you could build a street circuit or a track, are you just going to build a track over the existing track at Knock Hill? No, I'd build another Knock Hill. <laughs> just, just, a wa- just a wider Knock Hill next to Knock Hill. No, it can't be wider. Narrow as <laughs> Same Knock Hill next door. It would literally just be next door. Just copy door and paste. It. Flip it over. I, I would recommend if, if you haven't seen any form of racing at Knock Hill, just go watch a video or two and then try to imagine Formula One cars going around there. You will quickly see how ridiculous Harry Eid is being with that. <laughs> if anyone wants to see us race at Knock Hill, we're open to that sponsorship as well. It will be a, a brilliant race, I promise. Great question anyway from Jesus slash Jesus again. Thank you, son of God. Let us know. Thank All you, related son. to Kanye. <laughs> okay, question from a dog 9 um, A dog. A dog. Sorry, no, not a dog. A dog. Oh, dog. <laughs> B-A-W-G. Diggity-dig dog. The ninth dog oh, that is out there. Of the, succession. Of the dog dynasty. The dog dynasty. <laughs> the double D. Um, <laughs> woof to you, sir. Very interested to know what team would we race for? What, current? Past? Let's do both. Oh, that is a tough one. Harry, any immediate thoughts? Well, we're not going to be too picky here, are we? No, I'll, I'll probably take anything. I will take anything. Well, yeah, exactly. But I, I would, you know, I've always been a fan of the old red cards, so I'd probably go Ferrari, even though their strategy is often terrible these days. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, well. F one drivers have it, don't they? There's always a bit of a allure to the the scarlet cards. Yeah. So yeah. I'd, I'd pick a feather. I think it's hard not to love Ferrari secretly as any mm. race enthusiast. They've been around for so long in so many categories, but like obviously with the Schumacher, the way we all grew up in that era of Formula One, it's very hard not to have a secret bit of a love, a bit of a passion towards Ferrari. I mean, 
I've always been a big fan of EJ, and we know that me and EJ, I think, will get along very well in the paddock. We're two little rascals. really loud team. Yeah, I think I'm all right with that. Uh, So, I mean, I've always been a fan of the yellow car. So, I think Big Jordan, me and EJ, I'll take it around the the, the 97 to, to 2001 era. Of Jordan. When they were good, yeah. and we had the Hornet with the the, the, the old wasp on the side. Favourite livery of all time. Trivia. Um, that's where I would go as my pass car. What about current? Ben, current? Well, again, I probably wouldn't be too picky with this. Well, actually, apart from the Haas, I'm not driving that. You, know. <laughs> you, you could convince me to do a lot in Formula One, but driving that Haas car, not one of those things. Um, in terms of current... Uh, I'm going to be boring. I'm just going to go with the Mercedes because it's the best. Yeah. Um, and yeah, rather than be answer. 50 seconds behind everyone else, I'll only be 49 and a half seconds behind everyone else. So yeah. I, I'm looking good that's in true. comparison. Yeah. I, I would also, if, if going past teams, maybe Andrea Moda. Andrea Moda. <laughs> How on earth did that beat out Spiker? That's the question. <laughs> oh, God. Nothing I wouldn't drive Spiker just because of the livery. There was nothing wrong with Spiker. Apart from the fact that it was in no way quick and was supposed to be. No, nothing wrong with it. I, I don't care about quick for historic. I, I want it for just being cool. You know, I want to just be, look, I just want to look cool. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I'm going to try and do both. So look right. cool and be quick. Yeah. Which, what pass car would you go for? Uh, this here? is my, my pass car. Would be, I, I I'll say Lotus, and I'm thinking early seventies Lotus, like vintage Fittipaldi, oh, Peterson yeah. era, gorgeous. One of those, uh, maybe even the one um, before they went to the black when they had a red and white um, when Jock and Rint raced. Oh, gold leaf, nice. Gold yeah. leaf, yeah. Maybe maybe one of those, maybe an old school Tyrrell as well. Six wheeler. Maybe the six wheeler, take that one to victory. I um to victory. I would definitely also. I mean, I have to take literally any Formula One car in existence, obviously. But I have a bit of a soft spot for Lauda's Ferrari as well. Um, I think that is rather rather yeah. gorgeous. I love the silly, slightly silly design that they had in that era, and it's got a very you know the rivalry between you know himself and Hunt in that season, and obviously the crash that occurred. It's a very historic, iconic moment in in Formula One's history. So I'd be up for that as well. 2015 McLaren? Yeah. I mean, it is the least power that anyone has ever raced Your Mini has a bit more power than it. Yeah, I mean, my Mini is the safety car for the Formula E. So, you know, that leads a whole field regularly. What has Alonso done in that 2015 McLaren? Complained. There you go. GP2 engine. Did we get through all the answers there? I was going to say Lola Mastercard, just to throw that one in. Lola Mastercard. The Jurex car. (laughs) The Surtees, yeah. Goodness me. Okay, I think we're out. We're yeah, we're done. done. I think we're, we're definitely done. out of answers we're done. there. All right, we'll move on from that one. Thank you for the question there. Um, we'll go outside of F1 now. Hobbies outside of F1, Sam? Um, I mean, does sim racing count as a hobby outside of F1? I play F1 on a sim rig. <laughs> it says a lot that our hobbies outside of F1 are still very, very close yeah. to F1. I mean, I was, it's just off camera. It's, you, I no point pointing. I can't turn you around. You're it's like, right there. It, but it is behind yeah, you. It's right there. It's right behind you guys. I have a full sim rig uh, downstairs with a full computer setup. I like F1, Assetto Corsa Competizione, Assetto Corsa, Automobilisti. All, you know, I'll give everything a go. I'm rubbish, but, you know, we see me on the track sometime. Uh, outside of racing, big photography fan, um, head to my Instagram. Um, it's Sam Sage. You'll see some lovely photos of London. Uh, like I go to the gym, like food. I'm really boring, really like 
stereotypical boring person. Yeah, I realise this is not a great question because all my hobbies are F1. Yeah, racing related. Watching F1. Yeah. Talking yeah. about F1. Yeah. Literally just living F1. Yeah, yeah. you two, every single week of my life is yeah. what my hobby is. That's not how I saw my 20s going, if no. I'm being honest. I'm over halfway now. Properly over halfway. Really You've only just got there, but I am properly over halfway now. You'll be overjoyed with how it's going, right? Thrilled. <laughs> Thrilled. <laughs> ben, hobbies? Any? <laughs> F1? Hey, I do have hobbies. Yes. Oh, wait, did you say outside of F1? I do, nah, never mind. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm not moving away from sport very much. I'm a... Uh, and, and some of the American fans might be happy to hear this. I'm a, I'm a big... NBA fan, big NFL fan. I was going to say um, NFL. He loves it. So loves it. Lo- 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 I mean, there are some, there are some more uh, European centric sports as well, like a bit of golf. Um, yeah, you do. But, oh, so, so much, so much of my hobbies revolve around sport. In fact, I don't think any really do go outside of. of Just sport. loves it. Loves a bit of sport, don't you? And I mean, one, one of the. Can, we, we were discussing this. Stats, be a, a hobby. stats, stats. Yeah, but the stats are all about F one. Yeah, but you, you like flags. You like countries. Do I? You know them all. Actually, I don't know the flags. Can countdown. Be no, but you know the capitals. Hobby. Oh well, okay. yeah. All right, countdown. Do lo- do love a game of countdown. Ben's very so actually smart. Ben's been noticed. on the actual TV, folks. Yeah. Well, I and I I, I embarrassed myself. I lost. He did lose. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, you still had to get there, and oh, well. you know me and Harry wouldn't even bother replying. Also, I'm going to drop this really quickly. I'm a Newcastle United fan. Let's move on. <laughs> I like well, how then. my answer started out very American based yep. and ended with countdown yeah. the most British thing ever so I managed to really go back across the pond there maybe we'll find the episode everyone's trying to find it <laughs> the people bolt. at work everyone's trying to find oh, it actually yeah that's no one's successful that's you not have it recorded no don't think so why would you not do that I, I think it might have been at one point but it's it's like six years ago now. taped over Right, so right. If they want to learn more, uh, come and meet us somewhere. Let's move on. Join Discord and ask yeah. us, and we might answer. Yep. If we Talking remember. of the Discord, next question from Catherine, recent uh, addition to the Discord. Big up, Catherine. Love along. your involvement. Normal name. Love Which, that. Yeah, normal name. Normal Thank name. You. Well done. Um, <laughs> historic track that we'd like to see reintroduced to the F1 calendar. What do you reckon? Now, this this is really hard because. A lot of the ones that I would have picked have actually re-featured on, yeah, on Formula 1 recently. You know, Imola was probably going to be a prime one. And I'm very excited and hoping that we get to see Imola with the new regulations, with the much, you know, undercar downforce that means that cars can be closer. Um, I think maybe one that we haven't seen for a long time, I don't know if I'll ever see it again, uh, Kyle Army. It's been recently completely re-jazzed. Um, re-jazzed? It has. It's been jazzed, jazzed like up a bit. Re-jazzed. You know, it's been re-jazzed. It's always been a fun track. If you've ever been on a game or watched other classes go around there, it is a really fun track. I think it's wide enough comfortably other F1 cars to get round there. Uh, and the other one, I don't think it'll be a good race, but I'd love to see it. Mount Panorama, Bathurst. It's not really ever been raced around there properly, of course, but I'd love it on the calendar just because I'd love it on the calendar. Uh, the other one would probably be Indy. Damn it. That's what I was Sorry. Gonna say. This is why I go first. <sighs> Do you, do you want to pick Indy as well? Well, I was going to pick Indy. Um, I mean, it doesn't really count as historic any... Well, I, well, I guess it is, but Hockenheim. We should be there every goddamn Would year. Would you go through the forest again? Uh, no, I, li- I like... I do like the forest configuration. I think it's cool, but I like what we got. It yeah. works well. It's a great track. It always produces a, a good race. Good it's underrated. Underrated belters, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy German Grand Prix. Well, I mean, who'd have thought, like, a long straight followed by a, a slow hairpin? 
would produce work well, taking you know, opportunities. Also called Parabolica, which is interesting that two yeah. tracks on the same kind have the same name. Angry Monza people. Yeah, they don't like... Sorry, Monza, you're not the only track with a Parabolica. It does just mean what big corner, though, doesn't it? Oh, that's Curva Grande. Big curve. <laughs> Google Translate over here. Thank you for that. <laughs> gonna, Fluent. Ben, you answer. I'm going to Google what Parabolica is. All right. If it means big curve, I'm going to laugh. There's a couple that have been featured in fairly recent years. I don't know if they can be classed as historic. So Kuala Lumpur, as I've mentioned, I'd love to see back on the calendar. India as well. I, I guess it's, you know, 50 <laughs> years or so now. What does it mean? Hold on. What does it mean? What does it mean? It means satellite dish. <laughs> Oh, he's gone through satellite dish at full speed. How weird. He's taken the outside line of satellite dish. You're not going to let that one go, are you? Nope. You're always going to Keeping that forever now. Satellite dish. Oh, sorry. Something on the mind's come up. That doesn't look real. It's Anthony Davidson, that's why. Oh, Anthony. We'll see you next week in in Spa. Oh, dear. Anyway. For anyone who's not watching, it's at 21 hours, 17 minutes left. If you'd like to go back to that moment. Benjamin. Yeah, um, so I'm going to go with those as slightly more recent ones. If I had to go back a bit further than that, the Glen, Watkins Glen. You love a bit of Glen, don't you? Ah, I love a bit of Watkins Glen. You do. I'd Glenn. have that one back. Um, and also, Montjuic in Spain. I'd love... Words I can't say. I mean, I've, I've never obviously seen... He last featured in the mid-70s uh, and was stopped for pretty tragic reasons. But, I mean, if they could bump up the safety now, maybe they could race there. It's always described as a better version of Monaco, which... I'm all for. You know, sounds good to me. Or Jerez as well. If we could get the cars working. I just enjoy watching them go round Jerez. It's exciting. It's not always the best race. It's not always the most thrilling. But watching a car go round Jerez for absolute full scream is exciting. The problem is after 97, Bernie said we will never race there again. A Bernie. 25 years later, we still haven't He's raced right, there. He's right, isn't he? He's right. Why? Why not? He hates it. He just doesn't Didn't. like it. I can't actually remember the the main reason why, but he was like, nah. just Bernie being. Just Bernie, Bernie just says things, and then he's like, oh, I said that. I've said that. Yeah. Now. I'll stick no, to it. Never mind. I'm going to call him Bernie Sanders now. He is <laughs> same person. It's the same guy. Slight differences. Oh my Some god! Have you ever seen them in the same room though? No, I haven't. And they've got quite similar poses while sitting on a chair. <laughs> I can't imagine a situation where Bernie Sanders and Bernie Ecclestone would be in the same room. We'll see, folks. Make it happen. Considering Bernie Sanders probably hates the type of person Bernie Ecclestone is. Let's not make assumptions. Let's, eh, let's not make assumptions. Good idea. Um, best advice for new F1 fans coming in from Jake on the Discord? This is a hard one. Don't get Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> don't get Twitter. Yeah, I, unless you're going to just follow news outlets, actually. Um, don't join in with the the people who follow Lando Norris around or get angry when George Russell has a girlfriend or something like that. It's it, there's, There is some toxic behaviour, but I think that's actually quite a sensible call-out is don't get Twitter. One I would say is you need to... I would say don't support a team or driver for at least your first couple of seasons. So you can just hear all the racing, see what's going on up and down the grid... And then maybe also go back and watch a historic season. Not properly yeah, old. Yeah, historic seasons. This is weird because I, I don't remember a time when I wasn't an F1 fan. No, I think I always have been. I think I was born into being an F1 fan. I think it's a, it's a very valid question yeah. though because Formula 1 does have a bit of an issue in terms of firstly getting fans invested. Massively. Especially young fans. Yeah. 
and then actually keeping them invested as well. So I think it's a it's a really good question. Yeah. Don't assume Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz hate each other because of Drive yes. to Survive. Oh yeah, Drive to Survive is great drama. It is good to watch on the telly, but it is not gospel. Do not follow those storylines. Just enjoy a bit of extra F1 time, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the G word, and that G word is gatekeeping. Ah. And my my probably my number one tip would be there will be people gatekeepers who will tell you how to follow F1 and how to enjoy F1 and don't listen to them. Just enjoy the sport however you want to enjoy it. If Drive to Survive is your number one outlet for F1 enjoyment, let it be that way. That's okay. If, if you, However you want to enjoy the sport, as long as you're enjoying it, don't care what other people think because there will be, there will be those who tell you you're not following and supporting F1 in the right way. It's nonsense. You love it however you want to, and it's a real problem. Which is probably why keeping people invested is is proving as tricky as it is. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, then we love having you here, regardless of what point of view you have on the sport or on the drivers or on the regulations or whatever it may be. We're here to help you learn, be silly, and just love racing. That's what we're here for. All right. We're here to help you have better opinions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, well, you've got a great opinion because you listen to us on at least a regular basis. Very so, good point. Well it's done. A very good point. Well done. I would say, you know, don't let anyone insult you for not knowing who won the Formula One championship in 1962 <laughs> because I do that for you in the form of asking these guys questions when they don't know it, and we laugh at them. Thank yeah. We laugh at you. Yeah. Do, do you know who won it? Point, point proven. Yeah. Uh, Seb, can you just get back to me on who won the 64 season, please? It was 62. Oh, crap. All of them. Just send a text. <laughs> Graham Hill for reference. So there you go. Oh, Graham Dill. You nerd. 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 Stagman! Had to get that in there somewhere, right? It's been a while. Had to get in there somewhere. All right. Move on to the next question. Which season made you fall in love with the sport from Stephen Kane? Um, again tough one because I feel like I have been watching Formula 1 since I was consciously aware of what the telly was yeah. right my dad sat me next to him on a weekend when I was able to sit up and I watched it so I guess the first season I can really fully you know, understand that there was racing on was the 98 season and I I do remember the Spa incident and I think that's the first time I properly was kind of a bit like Oh, damn. Whoa! Lots of stuff everywhere. Obviously not fully aware that, you know, who's winning races all the time, but that was the first time I went, cars go fast, cars go crash. You were cheering for DC. Oh, yeah, you know me. Old school DC you know fan. What's going on. DC, biggest rival to Michael Schumacher. Um, yeah, no, um, <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah, probably between the, the 98 and 2001 area, you know, where hacking and took it to Schumacher. We had the, the double overtake around the outside of the lap car, again at Spa. Um, that era of Formula 1 for me was obviously golden and then I I've always enjoyed it but then Hamilton came along and we had the Hamilton Alonso fight which again really inspired me to carry on watching it after the Schumacher dominance and then pretty much from then on it was you know it was my gospel but 2012 is iconic for many reasons if you haven't seen 2012 go watch the 2012 season it is one of the best of the modern era yeah I mean I, I don't remember a time I'm told uh when Schumacher broke his leg in 99. Did you give up? No. <laughs> I didn't give up, but it was, all, it was on my, what would have been, third birthday. And we had, apparently, we had family around. And they came to give me presents. And I was like, please leave. I'm upset. I want to watch what's happening with this man and his broken leg. So 
So I imagine it's from them, but I don't remember that. But um, you yeah. are head of the Michael Schumacher fan club. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I have memories of when he won his seventh championship in '04. Did you cry? Well, he didn't win the race, so I sulked. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So, I mean, it was Kimmy. Kimmy won, so I, I'm not mad about that now. But at the time, what? Kimmy. Bloody, bloody Kimmy. Bloody right stuff. But yeah, but from there it's just it just yeah it's got worse. It's like a really bad obsession. It really is a really bad. I get anxious and frustrated and happy and silly every time we see a race or any Formula One action, and it is slightly worrying. It's like being in love, yeah, with someone that doesn't know you exist. The start of a the start of an F one race, yeah. Inject oh, that into man. my. I mean, don't inject it because I'd die by yeah. the end of it. But yeah, yeah. What about you, Ben? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna he say he hates it. I, <laughs> Just like us. I'm still waiting for the season to get me in love with it. Um, I would go probably the 05 season, Alonso versus Schumacher. That was the one that that properly, like, I I, I would say it almost came in sort of two sort of phases. So I had interest in Formula One before that, but I think the 05 season propelled it on a bit further, and then I sort of stayed at that level of solid fan. Until sort of 2012, yeah. when I kind of went from fan to this is my life. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that was probably again what you've, what you've said already. 2012, such an amazing season. So if you haven't seen some of the races from that year, or just all of the races, the first eight specifically them. were also fantastic. And then obviously the fight at the end of the season was phenomenal. So if you are new to F1, if you linked onto that earlier question where you want some advice. And you want a fun season to watch where a few drivers are a bit younger, there's some new names in there, regulations are changing. 2012 is a great one to start with. Ignore the stepped noses. They're yes. Bubbly. No, no, don't ignore them. Take notes of them. And when they well, come back in the future, yeah, criticise yeah, yeah. them heavily. But if you've never seen an F1 car before, they don't all look that bad. No, they are. It's like me when I was born. I've got a stepped nose, surgery pending. But it's not pleasant. I know I said earlier that we, you know, fans of F1, existing fans of F1, should not be able to tell you how to support and how to watch F1. I'm going to make one one just small detail to that. You can't like those noses. That, that's not allowed. <laughs> but apart from that, enjoy it however you want. I didn't yeah. think there'd be any more uproar than that at a pre-season test. And then 2014 came along. Oh, God. That was horrendous. Yeah. 2014. We've had some interesting nose adaptations, haven't the we? The old anteater noses. Anteaters. Or they had a more rude adult name, which I shan't mention, uh, but a certain toy that gets used in a certain X-rating area of the world. They were also oh, compared to that. <laughs> Jack in the Box? Yeah. So Jack in the Box. That's it, folks. I mean, so to speak. Yeah. Sure. Um, which number would we choose if we were racing in what? F1? All three of us together. Oh, I mean... We'd have to have a discussion about that, but individually. 69. Nice. How did I know you were going to answer that? 10 is taken by Pierre Gasly, and 10 is my... I was born on the 10th. Uh, 10 has always been my lucky number. Fun story, I once won a raffle um, out of 1,000 people with just the number 10 ticket, which I was given to by my mum's friend. She went, it's your lucky number, you have that one, and then I won. What did you win? Uh, just a hamper. I was about eight. It really wasn't that exciting oh. for me. My mum was happy. Um, hamper full of booze yeah yeah. go on mum enjoy that but yeah no. It, it, if I wasn't being silly it would be 10 but honestly I think 69 is so much banter it's such a nice number that it's just funny isn't it it just takes the mickey so yeah you know, I never take myself too seriously thank you for that answer 26 year old <laughs> what say you Harry um, well the only reason that I am not 
an F1 driver is that I'm still waiting for Kimi Raikkonen to retire. Oh, right, okay. Because I, I want number seven. Any reason? Uh, lucky number. That uh, was the house, my house, my home house is in where I grew up, was number seven. That's probably the only reason. Yeah, I'm going to... And I like Kimi. No, that's not well, Fair enough. I what, do like Kimi, what, obviously. Well, you don't. don't. He, he managed to ruin... Oh, yeah, true. Schumacher Screw you, Kimi. Yeah, you're right, little sulker. Yeah. yeah. I am a sulker. Anyway. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to be... I, I should go for 13, because it's Pastor Maldonado's number, of course. The obvious answer. The obvious yeah, answer. Correct. Uh, I'm going to be really sad and go with number 73, because that was the third and final championship year of Jackie Stewart. Oh, yeah, you are yeah. really sad. Yeah. You are it's still a better man. answer than yours. No, it's not. It, it, it very well is. My number is ha, nice. Exactly. Folks, if you're on the Discord, do a vote, please. A poll. Who's got the best number choice? 69, 7, or 73? Let us know. Three very out there, out there numbers. Yeah. All over the shop, really. But we were asked it, so... There, there you go. go. We have answered. One brand to advertise in Formula One that isn't currently there. What do you reckon? Uh, I mean, not for the the what they are, but I love a Marlboro livery. I hate I hate smoking, obviously. No offense if you smoke, but it's obviously very bad for you. But I love a Marlboro livery. I would have to go one of two things, folks. I can't help be a binge eater. Eat a lot of fast food. Eat a lot of chocolate. Uh, so I either have to go for a, a gorgeous purple Cadbury's livery. Oof. Oh, um, yes. Dairy I, milk. Yeah, I think, honestly, a Cadbury livery with some with the white sponsoring in their font would be stunning on a Formula 1 green. How often we get like a, almost like a chrome purple, like a wrapper, chrome purple wrapper car? I think that would be really awesome. Uh, if not, I don't think it would look good, but hey, I'm loving it. I'm taking a McDonald's every all day, every day. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. You know, come on. I've got the inking noise to make that sound while it drives around, please. Every time it overtakes someone. Gear changes. <laughs> yeah, going up and down the gears, it'll make that sound. Uh, I just think it'd be funny to see like Ron McDonald's face on like your wheel arch or something like that. Um, I'm trying to think what that would look like. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. But yeah, no, I, I'd probably go for a Cadbury's because I think that purple would be amazing. Also, I am a massive chocolate fan. If I get a Cadbury sponsorship for myself, um, I'm going to take it. I was going to say, top of that should be us, the late-breaking oh, brand. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Ben's answer. That That is connected to my answer. I, and I couldn't say late-breaking because that's a bit of a, a bit of a cheat. But we haven't got any money to sponsor in our No, team. exactly. We're, First of all, we're poor. Capri, that is a brilliant answer. Thank I didn't you. think of it, but that is a brilliant <laughs> answer. Um, I've got two. So, first of all, that have been there that currently aren't. Seven up. Fantastic choice, yeah. yeah nice, I mean, nice, nice. Recreate that livery on of the course. Jordan, me and EJ. Very food related so far. We are. Um, I'm going to go away from food from the other one though, and it is related to Finance. late breaking. Oh. No, it's related to late breaking. I was thinking, how could we get our colour or close enough yeah. on a car? Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. But connected through what we are, obviously, yeah. and also in terms of the, the, the colours themselves. Also, I know Aston Martin are now representing that kind of lovely dark green colour. You know, it's not quite British racing green, but it's you know, close enough. Um a green racing car alongside a yellow racing car for me are the two best colours you can have on a racing car. I think so many cars throughout history have looked good in green and or yellow. Uh red is so it, it, of course, it's like a classic, but it's so Ferrari through and through that I don't think you could say it's the best colour for a racing car. So, yeah, I think Spotify's a fantastic shout. And also, yeah, 
Well, I'll stick a cheeky LB sticker on the wing plate. Yeah. You know? And how do we reintroduce yellow to the grid? Well, um, Starburst. I mean, yes, Starburst is an option. Maybe Fanta. Yeah, Fanta, Fanta lemon. Fanta lemon. Fanta icy lemon livery. Yeah, I'm sure there's loads of yellow things, and I can't think of a single one right now that is yellow. Custard. Devonshire custard. <laughs> the dating app Bumble. Um, can't wait for Ambrosia to come into it. Um, folks, let us know where you're listening. Of course, send us a message. Get on Discord. What sponsor would you bring back? That's a really cool question. I like that. That's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that one's uh, got us thinking. Um, next one. This is a really interesting one. Um, pair of drivers to make the ultimate F1 team with, and what car would we put them in? This, of course, did come from Royale with Cheese on the Discord. One of the best names yeah, we've got it. on the Discord. Royale with Cheese is fantastic. Well done. For thinking that up. <laughs> I mean, did, we, did he think it? Oh, did they think it up or did? Who cares? I've already seen it on his name. Their name, sorry. Yeah. It's your name. I enjoy it. Well done. This is a tough one. Um, car, I will go for the... I'll go F2004. Because I love that car. Um, driver. Any driver. Any driver. Woof. Well, I'd have to go Schumacher in one. And... Oof. Brendan Hartley. Brendan Hartley, Hartley. Hartley in the second one. Um, Big Zonts. He, he yeah. can do a job. He's a he's a solid choice. I, well, you'd think the obvious other answer is Lewis Hamilton, but I think in a team together, would they? Uh, you, you hate Lewis Hamilton. Though, you are not you, a Lewis so. Hamilton fan. Yeah, let's be real. I'm not a Hamilton fan, but but <laughs> yeah, he despises him. I don't despise him. He took all of Schumacher's records away. From yeah. Him. Okay, I'll I'll admit. It, it hurts me like inside I, I'll, I'll smile and be happy about it but inside my Rec- heart records are made to be broken well, that's what you said <laughs> yeah I know but you're so angry about it deep inside yeah it hurts my soul okay so he's not going in my car I was going to say he should go in but I was like maybe they would bump heads and and uh, and take each other off all the, all the time I put Alonso in my other car oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a good thing you solved that issue, yeah, right? Yeah, let's put someone else who bumps heads even more <laughs> so, Fernando Alonso. They could do the dance together, though. Schumacher could maybe create a seven-time world champ dance. No, he? I wouldn't put Alonso in the second car. I would go for... I'll go for someone who no longer races as well, and I would go for um, Jim Clark. Schumacher, Jim Clark, F2004. And this is assuming that Jim Clark would be up to speed with the technology of yeah, the mid-2000s yeah. F1 car. Yeah. But yeah. That's a solid shout. Sam? Uh, I mean, I would put Lewis Hamilton in one seat. Um, you hate Michael Schumacher. I you? absolutely despise him. No, I don't. I'm, I'm a massive Schumacher fan, but because I am also a Hamilton fan, I actually have no issue with him taking records off uh, the shoey. Sorry, a dagger to the heart. You can see why we don't get along. Um, yeah, Louis Ham will be in one seat. Um, and then I think I will put, because of... The historic reasoning, because of the the relationship, because of what was also previously achieved, I would put Nicky Lauda in the other seat. Again, in his prime racing days, I would put him in the seat. So Hamilton and Lauda, of course, Lauda being a bit of a mentor to Hamilton in later years as well, I think. I think they would have the utmost respect for each other if they could take the modern relationship that they had before Nicky sadly passed, but put Nicky's prime skill in the car. Um, I think that would be a very, very exciting team. And there's a little part of me that would almost always want to see Hamilton in a Ferrari. So I'd probably take, um, you know, one of Lauda's winning Ferraris. Uh, or I would take the, because obviously he's starting at McLaren Hamilton, I would take the um, 
MP4-4 um, as their as their combined car. So nice. one of those two, I'm, I'm, I would be more than happy to, to see. I mean, when I when I saw this question, I thought, what is the most boring answer to this question? And I've pretty much given it the most boring answer. Oh, no. Why do you start off with Takuma Sato and Big Zonks incoming? That's not boring. What's That's boring about that? <laughs> that would be complete carnage. I am going to go with the boring answer, which is Lewis Hamilton, Michael Schumacher, MP44. That that cannot be touched. Yeah, that lineup. Unreal. That, that would be the best lineup of all time, and there would be no doubting it. I mean, if I had to set myself a challenge and pick something that neither of you two picked, I would probably go for. I'll go Senna and Prost. You know, the MP44 was good enough yeah. to overcome the, uh, the the rivalry they had. And I'll put them in the Lotus 72. Very nice. Very nice. Um, if I had to go for someone that maybe... Think about someone that maybe didn't win world championships or something like that. Spice it up a little bit. No, no world champions. No world champs. Allowed. Yeah, like come on, let's we, we, we've picked the obvious answers, the fun answers. What's let's go for something a little bit out of the box. You're setting here. yourself up for David Coulthard. <laughs> Who knows? You know, no, I, I think I would definitely grab maybe Crazy Jean Lazy uh, in one really? seat. Yeah, I love him. It's just exciting to watch. He's just fun. I don't care that he's not the world's best driver. I think he's fun. Um, and I, to be honest, I would probably go for someone like David Coulthard in the other seat. Yeah. Oh come on! Yeah, I love him. That's a potent lineup. I love him. DC and Sterling Moss is turning in his grave at the thought that and Sam would... Sage has picked David Coulthard <laughs> over him. I'm not talking about best. I'm talking about who I think will be a good character. It would be exciting to watch. It would just be enjoyable to have. And I'd put them probably. Well, if you want a good character, pick Taki Inui, <laughs> king of character, Taki. Oh, sorry, folks. Oh. London's erupted outside. That is, it's Taki he's Nui, so, that is. so angry. He's gone and hit the safety car. He's the so, medical car, so, isn't he? so angry at me there. I also have him in the Jordan, just because it's got EJ as the team boss. I appreciate you can't pick Jacques Villeneuve because he did win a world championship. Oh, just to remind I was you of thinking, that, thinking of his dad, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Solid choice. Uh, I mean, Sterling Moss is a, another one. Um, who else do I like that's not won a, what, won a world championship? They would be my actual two, but I was trying to think of someone interesting. Who's that? Sterling Moss? I mean, I'd... Oh, right, yeah. I would go two of Moss, um, Villeneuve and Peterson. I'd probably go Moss, Peterson. Oh, but... you focus too much on who's just good. Who's... <laughs> Not interesting. Is that, is, that yeah. what you're gonna do? is that what you do to Mercedes when they sign Lewis Hamilton? You're just focusing on him because he's good. Yeah, he's just the GOAT. That's God. boring. Why not put uh, Yuki Tsunoda... And Algashwari in the car together. This is why you don't have rain over decisions in F1. Oh, or anything in life. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. DJing it up and swearing. <laughs> no, I was going to One last question. This is probably the most important one of the lot. And it is a specific one for you, Sam. Me? Yes. Hello. How did you become such a passionate fan of Valtteri Bottas, Bottas. Oh, no more Bottas, please. Now, the thing about my banter with Bottas, and that should be a segment on the show, by the way, banter with Bottas. Oh, weekly. Weekly segment, banter with Bottas. Um, I am actually, and this will may shock people, I, I actually really, really like Valtteri Bottas, and always have really liked Valtteri Bottas. Shouldn't have that before. <laughs> Folks, those who are not watching, Spit tape. Harry is nearly ejecting his water from his mouth at that joke. Which isn't a joke. When he was at Williams, I was so impressed by Valtteri Bottas. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And I thoroughly think he deserved a, a shot at a big seat. So when he got that Mercedes move, I was so excited. 
Um, and I was a little bit nervous, actually. He was going to come along and maybe give Hamilton a spanking after he had obviously gone down from the, the Rosberg defeat. Uh, it could have gone that way. Um, and then obviously, the issue is, Bottas became such a me with his porridge Bottas version 42.0 coffee Bottas that it just becomes a bit funny. And then when you see someone who you you really enjoy watching and they're struggling, and then it becomes almost like I become a meme of Bottas won't win again. I've got to sit by my guns. I've got to stand by my word. Come on, Bottas. Bottas won't win again. I still love him. I do. I still love him. It is from a place of love that I take the mickey, as I do with both of you two. Um, Regularly. I just don't like you. Uh, Well, there you go. Finally. This thing said. We're over. Um... Yeah, it's not really a hate for Bottas. I wish him all the best. And I'm really, I always get excited when he, he is on screen, unless, of course, he's facing the wrong way or he's deciding to play bowling in Hungary. And then it's not so good. So you just hate him then? Completely. Deciding. Yeah. Absolutely loathe him. I'm a bit worried if Bottas doesn't get retained at Mercedes because it, it feels like someone else is going to have to replace him yep. as your prime target. And that name will not appear in my brain until race one of the next season. Perez is sweating. Everyone should be panicking. It could be him. Yeah, yeah, it could be him. I mean, I will find any avenue to bring Bottas in and sour his reputation at this point. So, who's coming next? Well, I really, I really hope Bob. I mean, good Lord. Could it be you? <laughs> podcast listener <laughs> just pointing into the microphone could it be you if you'd like to apply to be the person I rinse for a whole season then get in the discord and let me know because I do it a lot I'm exhausted I am exhausted as well I'm not used to this in person chit chat anymore you know it's, it's, it's strange actually talking to you it's also a Saturday it is we never do this it's also really warming here it's mm. a hot Saturday afternoon. We're just so dedicated to the cause. That, that's all it is. Can yeah, I leave and we, now? Were, and we were losing really badly at FIFA. Oh, yeah. yeah. So We've badly. spun enough on the wheel on F1. We lose on FIFA. We are rubbish at everything we do, but hey. So we, now we thought we'd annoy you guys yeah. instead. Yeah. At least you've just somehow decided to sit here until the end. We haven't got any questions left now. We're just talking. No. Um, we can we, ask questions to each other. I <laughs> well, I don't think the camera's worked if I was interested. Oh, uh, well, never mind. See you later, camera. Well... <laughs> listeners you are the lucky ones here because there are no, no viewers no no view i mean there would be no viewers if the camera was working <laughs> but True. sure it's a fair point a fair um point. shall we do the formal stuff now and leave yeah i guess so yeah right. see well later. see you later that's that's not very formal is it no we, we like to outro these properly um yeah goodbye no, <laughs> It's I weird doing it in person. We haven't got the same rhythm that we uh, would usually... Hopefully you've been able to... Uh, I'm talking to the listeners. I, oh. I don't care about if, you, if you've enjoyed anything. But right. hopefully the listeners have enjoyed us being in the same place. Because it is a slightly different dynamic. Hopefully you've enjoyed it and can, can tell. If, if you don't ever want us to see each other again, please let us know. Um, <laughs> I prefer it when you can't hear each other properly due to Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. yeah. It adds a bit of colour, doesn't it? And it's it's an additional podcast. It's one more than you thought you'd get in the... In the yeah, so consider yourself so, lucky, yeah, actually, all right? Yeah. Jesus. I hope this doesn't throw any, anyone off their routines at all. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. That's what I should have said. God. Again, need Je- clarification Jod. on that Jesus <laughs> Christ on a bike. Yeah, that's the sign. That's, that's the sign. <laughs> yeah. 
Sam, wrap this up in at least some sort of formal way and we'll let the people, the good people, get on with their day. Right, folks, uh, it's been bizarre. I don't know if you've actually properly answered any questions that you've given or if you've found it interesting. I hope you have. Um, coming up later on in the week, of course, we'll be doing a preview for a race. The Spa Grand Prix in Belgium, Spa Francorchamps is happening. Very excited to watch some actual racing. Who knows? Botty might actually win a race. So stay tuned for my reaction and possible forfeit that you might get to vote on should that happen. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your listening. The fact that we can now do a Q&A and offer you ask questions that we can put that together in a podcast. Uh, in the meantime, I've been Samuel Sage. I've been Ben Hawking. And I've been a fan of Ice Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. I remember, keep breaking like Muppet. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.